Yo, what's happening with what's happening? Welcome to What's Happening. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. It's a show we talk about what's happening. What's happening with you, bro? Not much, bro. Uh, you know, as we just talked, uh, I just came uh, back from Grandma's uh, 90th birthday party, so I kind of took the role of trying to organize some some family events because our family ain't did a reunion or nothing, and God knows how long. And my cousin. It's kind of funny, my cousin, me and her, like when we was kids, we used to try to come out with this newsletter for our family, you know what I'm saying? And we never like got it past us, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just something we kind of shared back and forth and always like put ideas, but it never was nothing we flourished out to the family. So I think it's a time that we about to bring this back. Um, we just had a guest a couple of weeks ago talking about books, family cookbook, I brought that up. So I told all the family old heads, get your recipes in so we can create a family cookbook and have that to send down the line. Cuz called me, said we need to start on the family reunion now. So I made the Facebook group. So it's been a crazy day today, a little different than usual, you know, besides working. But what's good with you, bro? I ain't gonna rent too much. Man, you know what's crazy is that so for the last year or so, I've been trying to get more involved with the uh with the family reunion planning and whatnot. We had had a family reunion every year from like 1978 or 1979 all the way through 2019. 2021 messed it up. I'm sorry, 2020 messed it up with COVID. And then 2021 and 2022, it's been choppy. Uh, and, and I'm laughing because I had the thought a month or so ago, like, man, we should get like a newsletter going on. So that way we can keep, because the family has grown so much. My, my great-grandparents had 14 kids. Uh, <laughs> hey, Brittany. Mm -hmm. uh, my great grandparents had 14 kids and all of those, all of them had kids and grandkids and great grandkids. So the family is just massive now. Um, yep. And I really hope that we can keep this legacy going because, you know, at this point, in terms of the my grand my great grandparents kids, there's only six of them left. So, you know, you know, we got to step up now to make sure that we preserve that that legacy and that history. But, man, I'm excited for um for, for what we're going to talk about. And I'm going to peel back the covers a little bit. First off, if you're watching us live now on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, thank you. We are happy to have you. Welcome to what's happening. If you're listening to this as a, if you're listening to this as a podcast, I don't know what date you're listening to this as a podcast, but we're recording this on August 9th. I'm batching a few episodes. So if you're listening to this as a podcast, definitely appreciate you being a loyal listener. Um, enjoy this episode. But if we say something that it's outdated by chance, Know that we recorded this on August 9th of 2022. But that said, we should be good to go because we got a very special guest here, Mr. 180, Archie J. Jenkins from Houston or Dallas? I actually am from Austin, but Austin. I, live in, I live in San Antonio, Texas. All right, I was way off on. I knew I had the state. I had the state now. Well, because I, I work a lot in Houston, so every time people follow me on Facebook, they see that I'm in Houston. Literally, I'll be in Houston every weekend this month. So, okay, okay, work a lot in Houston. Well, my brother, it's good to have you on board. And yeah, I was telling you before we got to recording. I know when I first was introduced to you when you did a uh, when you did a, an interview on unapologetically black never broken always empowered the longest podcast name in the world uh, 
Hey, I, man. I, hey now. <laughs> hey, hey, Brittany in the comments. <laughs> they're, they're my folk. They're my folk. But um, you know, I, I you know, that's when I was first introduced to you. And I know we again we talked about this on air. Um, I know that you did you recently appeared on the entrepreneur kickback. And I have intentionally not listened to that episode because I want this to be as organic as possible. You you and I, like I said, we talked about that before we got on air, but for the right. listeners and for the watchers, I'm saying that again. So, man, you know, at this point, I'm going to let you take the lead. Tell us who you are. Tell us your story. Tell us what you've done, and we'll go from there. What's up? What's up, everybody? I got to do it because they will not know it's me. They got to know it's me. It's your boy, Mr. 180 in the building. Um, I'm Archie J. Jenkins, Mr. better known as Mr. 180. I'm the owner and creator of 180life.com, 180-L-Y-F-E, not an I, but a Y. I had to take out the I, stop living for me, and then start living for the why. So um, I'm basically, um, I teach people where it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Um, and I take that into entrepreneurship. You got to live that in your everyday life. Um, I am actually the CEO and creator of 180 Life Enterprise Magazine, 180 Life Culture Magazine, where we have a distribution that is nationwide, all the way from the West Coast, all the way to the East Coast worked with different people. Um, we have a networking event every month. I'm just grateful from the acting to the um, social media marketing, to the marketing management, to my HR firm, 180 Show, to my whole team. I thank y'all so much for having me for real, for real. That's perfect. That's I got you over there taking notes now, man. He, he got, oh. I, I see you over there taking notes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, oh, he yeah. always jotting something down. <laughs> always. <laughs> it wouldn't be him. So, Always. so Archie, you you said you're the owner of uh, 180 Life Magazine, 180 uh, Culture Magazine. Um, can you peel back, you know, a little bit of what they can find in those magazines? Uh, so, 180 Life Enterprise Magazine. I'm talking to my entrepreneurs, to my barbers, to my musical guests. Um, I'm talking to all those people to chase chase after their dream. The issue that we have in our community these days is people are doing bad business. So I'm talking to all those people to teach them and inspire them. Hey, look, there are people out here that's doing good business. Um, also, giving resources on, you know, good business resources on what to do, how to do it. That's what enterprise is really giving. My doctors, my, my, uh, my, my congressmen, I've had a couple of political people on there, a couple of musical guests on there. Um, that's what enterprise is doing. I created culture because, you know, with enterprise, it's more conservative, but culture, us as a people, as a culture, we out there, we, we, we loud, we proud, we doing our thing, you know what I'm saying? And everybody just can't take the culture. So I had to kind of separate it a little bit. And, you know, leaders in our culture to come, they come to the magazine, they tell us what part of culture do they, you know, a lot of people, black people, we go to the barbershop. I'm bald and I still go to the barbershop. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, got the barbers in there, got the people twisting locks, got the people cutting hair, doing hair, you know, women, my wife, keep her nails done, keep her, you know, keep her weaving. You know how I go. So we want to <laughs> definitely talk to the people um, when it comes to the music. We had an artist of the month. And I really, with my culture magazine, even though we only four months into that one, I really remember when I was young, I used to like go look at Jet. 
I remember when I used to go to the Jet magazine, you used to always see Jet. You're going to snatch the beauty out the week, put it on the wall. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see what musical artists is doing. If they was doing their thing, they was in Jet. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, that's what I wanted to do with culture. Talk to and just still be inspiration, inspirational to people and let them know, hey, it's okay to go after your dreams. You know, so that's where all of that started from. It really stemmed off of I was on the movie set, which my team is giving me authority to speak on what set I was on. I was on a movie set, and I remember only people would flip out over the A-list celebrities, and it was so many. B-list, C-list, Z-list celebrities in the building. It's like, man, where's the platform for all these people that are still doing things and we didn't get paid the million-dollar ticket to be there, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I made the platform for. Perfect, perfect. Let's, um, man, let's take it back. You, you talked about, you know, you want to show people it's okay to chase your dreams. You know, talk about what those dreams were in great detail at a young age and, and, and what steps you took to pursue it to get to where you are so oh uh, that's a good question I'm, I'm liking that so my dreams as a youngster i'm not gonna lie i want to be a computer engineer i want to be a computer engineer and an accountant those are things i did um i had adhd so i wasn't really liking school you know i pushed school because you know you start having kids you got to push school school is cool education is what's up you know but college isn't for everybody you know and so um I did a couple of trade schools. I ended up going to college and graduating college with my degree in mortuary science. Um, and so, yeah, it, it kind of shifted. Um, yeah, we're going to get there. <laughs> I actually got my degree in mortuary science. Long story short, and this is basically my, my company in a nutshell, I got into some trouble as a youngster, you know, and I got in the streets and the streets took me quick. Long story short, I had to either make a 180 or keep doing those 360s. And so um, I did that 180, and basically I always told myself, because I always sang, I was the church kid, you know. I was the pastor's son. I was the bishop's grandson. So it's like, okay, I always knew my name was going to be in lights, but I just didn't know how we was going to get there. You know, I remember being locked up, and I'm like, man, if they ever let me come out, I'm going to do something where I'm not on the news for some crazy crap, but I'm going to be on there for some good stuff, you know what I'm saying? And you looking at me 25 podcasts later, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm still here standing and I'm pushing my brand, but I, I get more joy out of helping other brands and pushing other people's companies. And so it's worked for me. And I I wrote a book. I, I tell my story. I motivational speak. You know, you catch me at church, I might sing a song or two. You feel me? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, man, um, you... Woo, that's a lot of, you dropped a lot of bars in that, in that little moment there. You know, I'm finding a lot of relatability. You know, you, you're, you're a PK kid, you're, hey. you're, you're, you're a preacher's grandkid. You know, my father was a preacher as well. You talked about graduating with your degree in mortuary science. Um, my father, I think I've shared the story on the, on the podcast before, but my father told me when I was a child, he got sick and he never really got to pursue his, um his career dreams, but he wanted to he wanted to be a mortician and he wanted to have the family business as a funeral home. And his whole goal was like, he would leave that to me. And I'm like, man, you set tripping. <laughs> I ain't trying to do none of that. So yeah. tell me how you got to that path. The, the mortuary science from so, engineering like that. The thing was, 
I so in 2008, you know, I lost all my family except my mom and my siblings. Um, and it was a 2008 was the longest year of my life. Um, mm -hmm. it, we visited the funeral home probably seven times, just having wow. to do what you got to do. And um, I remember by the time we got there for my dad, um, I just was like, I could actually do this for a living. You know what I'm saying? Like, I stopped being scared of, you know, and it just, and they used to tell me it takes a lot to be in here. And that same funeral home that buried my family was the same one I went back and worked for. And so I went and I told them, I just want to work here. I, I And it sounds weird, but... A few morticians, they we we got a different mindset, but I found peace there because you know that's where my people was at, and so um, it was crazy. One day I went up there to sit, and somebody called in and they needed me, and before you know it, they gave me resources to go to school. Before you know it, I graduated, and yeah, I was working there. I made it all the way up to assistant manager, and so. You know, like I tell people, it's not the dead you should be scared of. It's the living, man. You know, it it, it was a great job. And if I ever had to go back to a nine to five again, that's where I would go. Definitely. Um, I love the funeral home. Uh, you know, a lot of people that know me know me like, man, that yeah, he yeah, that was that was our life for a good little minute. Wow. Yeah. That's that's different. Uh, I wanted the family funeral home, though. I'm not going to lie. I wanted, I wanted a family funeral home. I told my mom, y'all told my siblings, my cousins, and they all just didn't want to go to school for that. They, bro, you tripping, you tripping, bro. You know how rich you can be? Like, look. Right. One thing that is going to be, you know, consistent across the board is we all got to go through, you know what I'm saying, that yep. same path. So, I, I mean, I agree with you on the, you know what I'm saying, having having a family, you know what I'm saying, funeral home would not be a bad idea. Yeah. I know it's the, the fact of trying to get people on board because being scared of death is something that, you know, a lot of people just isn't ready for. So, right. you know, that, that makes it extremely hard. But, I mean, one thing I want to point out, though, is, you know, you just said it, and I feel like last, you know, few guests that we had, y'all say it in a certain way, but don't be scared to take a chance on yourself. Yep. He said he willing to go back if he had to, mm -hmm. but at least he took the chance to to take a leap and go after what it is that he, you know what I'm saying, found joy in doing and really wanted to do. So anybody out there that, you know, want to jump into this business realm don't be scared to take a chance on yourself definitely so with that being said what do you think was the chance that gave you the biggest break to boost your business so when i first started uh entrepreneurship because i call myself the serial entrepreneur because it's just so many levels to my company you know um when i first started i started in photography that's my first love I love photography. I was doing photography. I was actually really good at it. And um, I had started, I was working, but I was doing photography where my photography was making more money than the job. And it takes a lot of time away from what I needed to do. So, you know, slowly you start working less hours, start working less hours. But then when you finally quit that job, it, it was crazy how that job transitioned 
you know, you pray for certain things and God just opened the door kind of. But when I finally quit that job, it was more of, I have to do this. Like if I don't, I ain't gonna eat, you know, a man that don't work, don't eat, you know? And so it was more of, okay, now instead of me, oh, I'm gonna go look for clients. I'm gonna go put myself out there over here. Oh no, everybody I talked to, you need this card. Let me explain to you why you need some photos. Oh, look, oh man, you just had a baby. Look, this is what I do, you know? And it just really kind of pushed me from there. But it did teach me how to jump out there on my own. You know what I'm saying? And really now everybody that I talk to, I'm telling them about 180 Life. I wear 180 Life every day. I got the 180 Life gear on. It just, it's, it's what I do. I'm a walking billboard. The car is 180 Life. Like every car in our driveway, it's somehow on the license plate, it says 180 on it. You're going you gonna to look up the website. We're going to make sure that you, hey, check out what we got going on. So, yeah. Something that just sticks out to me, and I, I want you to really kind of go into what that hunger is like, because for you to say, I was walking down the wrong path, yeah, and I turned it around, and you had gotten to a good job, you got a good career, like, that's the that's the end of the movie. Like, and that's yeah. the good part. That's uh, if you go into church, they shouting hallelujah just on that. Look yeah. where he was and where he is now. But you, you said, mm, this ain't enough. Yeah. I got to do more. You know, what was driving that hunger? So a lot of people don't understand is with, with me, what drove it was I would watch a lot of my friends that didn't go through what I had went through and they were making good money. But to me, they was like not making the best of their opportunity. Then number two was I was counted out so many times that I wanted to prove not only everybody wrong, but I wanted to prove myself around that, hey, we can do this. And you just got to stay determined. You know what I'm saying? Not only with having a background, but also dealing with ADHD. Hey, I can stay focused enough to say, hey, okay, I can stay on track. I can stay on track. I ain't, I don't need, you got to be here at nine. And you got to work till two. Then you got to go on lunch. Then you get 30 minutes. Then you need to be back by the, no, I can do this myself. Okay, boom, 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 boom. Um, And it really started... I feel like when people really start telling me to my face that I was crazy, that even gave me more motivation. Like, okay, let me show you that I'm not. I am, but I'm I'm really not. You know, now, you know, they see me on TV. You know, we, sometimes we've been stopped at dinner to do pictures and all this. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still crazy. Yeah, I know. And it's funny because I'll go back to those people and they'll be, oh, let's go out to eat. And then somebody be like, oh, man, I seen you somewhere. Like, okay, yeah, let, let me give them a picture real quick. Give me one second. And it's like, you remember you said my dreams were crazy? Well, now I'm going after them. And it really pushed me. When I start seeing results, the little results, it wasn't even the, my name was on a, on a movie bill. It wasn't even I seen my face on a big screen. It was like, hey, I was walking down the street and someone just says, Oh, that's the Archie. And me and my wife laugh about that all the time. For a celebrity to ever say that's the Archie, it makes me like, okay, hey, maybe I am doing good. Maybe I am doing, you know. And my team, shout out to Michelle Virginia, my, my booking agent. She she tells me all the time, there's people out here that go years trying to get to where you're at. So you have to understand, um, and this is just to everybody listening, 
I wrote one day, success is in the eye of the successor. So you can't really just say, you can say you're successful. That That's on you. Stop being so hard on yourself. Successful to me was staying out of jail more than two years. And I'm just being black and white. Staying out of jail more than two years. Success to me was making sure that all my bills was paid. You get around comfort. Success to you might be, or anybody listening might be graduating high school. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm the first one to graduate. I'm the first one to go to college. You successful. And take those baby steps and grow from it. Stop being so hard. And, oh, well, I don't got no Bentley. I ain't got no Mercedes. I ain't got no BMW. Stop being so hard on yourself. You might be the first one that got a Honda Accord. You know what I'm saying? Your car paid off. You know what I'm saying? You, you successful. Hey, I did that. You know, and I, I had to get to that point and, you know, now I feel like, am I successful? I, I, I really do. I, people listen when I talk, so I'm successful. Uh, that's a couple bars in there. Yeah. Yo, like, you know, that just, that helped me look at, you know what I'm saying, some things I'm hard on myself, you know, and just finding the success in the little things or the little accomplishments that help fuel yep. you for more success. You know, I think that that's big, you know what I mean? Because it, it goes back to kind of how we mentally brainwashed and trained to believe that, you know, you have to hit a certain level before you're successful, you know what I mean? And like you said, success, you know what I'm saying, is in the successor. So it... Yes. Yo. It's crazy because I was watching a video earlier today. Uh, my wife sent me. And a lot of people don't understand this. Rich people don't do all this stuff that people think that they're, you know what I'm saying, they, that they do. They don't go, they might have one luxury car, but they pay the car off and they keep the car. You know us, oh, three years later, by the time you pay off that six-year loan, three-year loan, oh, I got to trade it in. I got to get something new. Stack your money. Like, like save your money. Stop, you know what I'm saying? I have 13 of these t-shirts. It cost me $3 a shirt and it, I pressed it myself. That's two weeks worth of clothes. Mm. <laughs> Straight up. I, <laughs> I don't need, I, you know, yeah, you see the pictures and a lot of people, they, oh, well, Archie, you say this, but then you got a picture of you with a Gucci belt on. Yeah, I have one Gucci belt. If y'all look at the same picture, y'all keep seeing this. I have one Gucci belt. It was And it was a gift. I was on set. It was a gift. A lot of people don't don't understand, oh, well, this person's rocking this, this person's rocking that. When you see these on these celebrities, those are gifts because they want people like you to take out loans to go buy Fendi, Gucci, all these other things. And it just, and a, a, a wise man once told me, you want to know why rich people stay rich and poor people stay poor? Because rich people live like they're poor and poor people want to live like they're rich. You know, it's so funny. I'm, I'm remembering a couple years back, um, Tiffany Haddish kept going viral because she had she had this dress. She was like, oh, I'm not wearing this dress one time. Y'all yeah. going to see this dress in like every major like award show she was at. She was in that same dress like, yup. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because she paid cash for her Tesla. Went, paid cash. $70,000 Tesla. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I... That's why I build my platform because I want my people to win. Like, I want you to win. Yeah, it's cool 
to to go have nice dinner, go nice places, be able to travel. But really, you got to build a foundation on what you're doing. It's just like building a house, you know. If you build a house just on some dirt and you don't put cement down, or if you just put cement on top of the dirt and you didn't dig deep enough for you to lay that cement, the house eventually going to crumble. I don't care how big the house is, how nice it is on the inside, it's going to eventually crumble. Mm. Mm. And, and, you know, something that's just like sticking out to me is you're talking about celebrating the wins while at the same time not being complacent, still being hungry for more. Like, yeah, I, I, I graduated high school. I'm going to definitely celebrate that. But now it's time to go to college. Okay, I graduated college. It's time to celebrate that. Now it's time to get that job. Okay, I got that job. I'm making decent money. It's time to celebrate that. But now it's time for me to get my business jumping off. Yep. How how do you balance? Because that's a, that's something that, that people struggle to do is that they get so caught up in what they're doing now, it's hard for them to see the future. And then for other people, they get so hungry trying to get to that ultimate goal of the future that it's hard for them to understand what they've got going on right now. How do you How do you make time to balance that? My thing is, is it's like a bicycle. If you notice on a bicycle, it's so many different spokes. Spokes will help you balance. And you balance is key to everything. Um, I'm the type of person where I'm always hungry for more. I'm blessed to have a wife that tells me to slow down. Like, hey, listen, this is the now. You know, when it comes to certain birthdays, certain things, okay, we're going to take some time to celebrate now. You know, I don't really celebrate... We just did a one-year anniversary for 180 Life Enterprise Magazine. And it's like, hey, okay, yeah, it's the celebration. Well, what are we going to do next year? You mm. know, and a lot of people don't understand, like, this year I got films coming out that I was in that we filmed last year that couldn't talk about, couldn't do. You know what I'm saying? Boom. But I'm always working. But then I have to remember, okay, I can't just celebrate right now those films. The weekend is cool when they drop. It's cool. I'm going to the premieres and stuff. But okay, what's next on the thing? Because as being an entrepreneur, it's different than a nine to five. I don't have paid time off. I don't, but also when it comes to entrepreneurship, you have to balance 100% around the board. When you're balancing your time, you're also balancing your finances. Just because we made $5,000 this month doesn't mean we go and put $3,000 down on a new BMW. That means, okay, hey, because next month we not, might not get booked. But $1,000, you got to be able to micromanage everything. Hey, what if I get sick, sick next month? What if my son gets sick next month? Then we got to take off. I can't get to Houston. I can't get to Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Boom. I got to be able to, you got to be able to micromanage the whole situation, not just pieces of it. And then if you like me and you married, you know, I'm married. So being an entrepreneur and I'm on stage here, but then I got to get home because, you know, family needs me. You got to do the family thing and I got to do this. But then I had to learn like, okay, you got to set boundaries. And you got to tell everybody you can't overstep these boundaries. Assistant, booking agent, sponsorship, any, nobody can overstep those boundaries. Not a clock, a, sorry to tell you, it has to be a very special situation where I'm gone doing stuff. Have I hosted parties or be on different events. Yes, I have. There's been some, oh, well, this is what time it is. Okay, hey, I can make an exception, this and the third. I can work with a lot of situations. But just bluntly, dis 
I had to learn what D&D was. My phone stays on D&D. People are like, man, we can't reach you. you. People can. You just got to, you know. But it just, you got to learn where the boundaries are and set the balance in everything. It's dope you say that, too, because I don't know who it was, but it was one celebrity that said, basically, another one taught him, like, hey, when you come in here, you got to set time. And you got to utilize that time, you know what I mean? Because you got other stuff that need to be done. You can't be in here all day just rapping the beats or, you know what I'm saying, dribbling the ball just because, you know what I mean? It's other stuff to do. Even LeBron said, he said, I'm at the point now where I can come into the gym. I know exactly what it is I got to do. I know exactly what it is I need. And I know exactly how long it's going to take. Yep. You you know what I mean? So that's that's a, a big key, you know. It's just like this, though. You you got to look at it like this. If you work a nine to five, nothing against nine to five. My wife works a nine to five. When you on that nine to five, there's a job that needs to be done. Once you clock out, they don't call you and tell you to work. Some jobs, salary, you know, 120K a year, 200K a year. You can expect that. Yeah, we're about to call you 75 maybe K a year. We're going to call you on your day off. You know what I'm saying? I used to work a salary job. I, I get it. They're going to do but, it at 50K these days. You <laughs> but, but if you set that boundary, hey, this is family time. Don't call my phone. You stop answering the phone, I bet you they'll stop calling less. They might get upset, but they're going to stop. You get where I'm coming from? It's the same thing with entrepreneurship in your business. One thing about being a business owner, what a lot of us fail to realize is, you got to invest in yourself. Like, you got to invest in the business. People feel, oh, well, you made 6K. You know? But I got to go back in, get more business cards, get more advertisement, get more shirts made, get more of this, get more of that, just so I can keep on. Okay, I need another photo shoot. Everybody, my team, it's a joke we have at the office that I always had this black suit on. That's the picture. Now I don't have photo shoot after photo shoot. I don't want people to think I don't do photo shoots. I do a lot of photo shoots. But that's the picture everybody likes. But you got to invest into yourself, invest into your craft. Just like being a teacher, being a banker. You know what I'm saying? You go to school. You invest into your craft. Oh, that's not invest. That is. Because when you go get a house, you got all them student loans. You invested into where you want to get. Go ahead, Mr. Brad. Go ahead, because I can go on and on and on. Go ahead, Mr. Brad. <laughs> no, man. I mean, I'm, I'm you. You driving so many bars. I don't even necessarily know where to go next. Um, man, you. Oh, Rich in the comments. What's up, Brody? Said making six figures don't mean nothing if you have to spend six to, to build six. yourself. People do not understand that part, and. The crazy part about it is, and, I, and I'm going to tell you this. I was on set with Black Panther 2. I, I, yes, I'm in the movie. It, it was a post, long thing. Yes, I'm in the movie. So <laughs> a, lot news. People, a lot of people don't know is I, I got to sit down and talk with Angela Bassett. Wonderful lady. Okay. A lot of people don't know this. They pay, let's hypothetic. I, I don't know how much they paid her, but that's not my business, nothing to do with me. But let's hypothetically, we're going to use easy numbers. Let's hypothetically say they paid her $4 million to be there. Okay? Okay. 
once you get over a million dollars, you get into a different tax bracket. Mm-hmm. Once you get into that different tax bracket, they're taking 50% of that. Okay. So now you go home with 2 million, right? Mm-hmm. So let's pay my assistant. My assistant, your your my my assistant gets paid good money. So her assistant, thinking maybe a hundred k, two hundred k. You know what I'm saying? Boom, plus travel. Mm-hmm. So now we was at two million. Let's take four hundred k off of that. We done paid everybody. Makeup artist, this that. You got to pay for travel. Boom. So you go home with maybe a million dollars. Now Angela Bassett lives in a. What a gated community. Let's imagine maybe a gated community mortgage might be sitting at 20, 30 bands. You know what I'm saying? Okay. A million dollars ain't really a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, the insurance you have to have. Being on set, I had to have a certain amount of insurance. You know what I'm saying? Because if I hurt myself, they stop paying me. I still got to get paid. My insurance is out the roof. And people think. Oh, no. But the thing is, is because then you hear, oh, well, he was in this. Guess what? The photographer is not even charging me 300 like he used to. Now he's charging me 3000 for the mm-hmm. same pictures he was taking for $300. Yesterday's price ain't today's price. Right. <laughs> you get where I come from? And yeah. a lot of people, because people look at me, man, you on this show, you on that show. I see you here. Man, building up my brand... In the beginning, I, I spent about sixty to seventy thousand. You know what I'm saying? And right. you, I, I still, I tell people I don't think I made that back. The numbers, on on the other hand, might have said something different. But you, you, you don't understand of everything that you got to put in every month. I got to put out this amount of money to make sure I get, you know what I'm saying, a good product out to the people. I'm on enough shows. I'm doing enough this. I got to play for plane, plane tickets. Gas is at an all-time high. That's two toes right there on gas. <laughs> so it's just. To whom much is given, much is required. Definitely. So, so as you keep getting more success, you got to keep working harder. You right. just got to keep it going no matter what. So how do you, how do you stay motivated? I mean, I got to imagine that you know, with that kind of pressure, with all the traveling, the ripping and running and, and the phone calls and, and all of that, I got to imagine that it's got to be a random Wednesday in, in May. you just like, you know what? I'm really not trying to get up. That alarm go off at, seeing your case, what, 5 a.m., something like that? Well, I wake up at 5.30 every day. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm up at 5.30 every morning. Um, We can say a random Tuesday. Oh, the, the 8th of August, the 9th of August. <laughs> Every, I'm, 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 I'm not going to lie to you and I'll be lying about, oh, man, I, this is what I wanted to do. And it's just, no, some days I do wake up and I'm just like, did I really make the right decisions? Is this really? Because I deal with a lot of people. And when you're dealing with a lot of people, people can be funny acting at sometimes. But what I'm motivates good. me is, I go back and look at where I was mm. and I, there's a post I just put on Facebook and it was m- my mug shot and then me on a red carpet. And I look at, man, that little dude right there, bro, just couldn't get right. And if I don't do today, it's going to be that one little black boy that's going to say, man, I looked up to you and I don't want to let that little black boy down. 
I don't know where he's at. I don't know who he is. But I, I talk to a lot of schools that go into the school system. And it's weird because I'll meet three or four of them. Man, I know you. I've been watching you for a minute, man. Da, 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 da. And it's like, okay, I can't let them down. Because they've already been through too much. And they're looking up to me and depending on me to say, hey, if I can make it, you can too. Then, hey, if I just stop and be like, you know what? I'm not doing this because Susie said I was this and she was mad because of this. And this person didn't pay me like they promised me. And this person reneged on the deal. And I'm going to just spaz out. Nah, it's too late now. Like I tell everybody I work with, it's too late. It, it's too late. Like, we, you can't stop now. You got to get to the finish line. Now, when we get to the finish line, you can reevaluate, rehire me. But we already in the race now. And I don't like to look. It's a no refund policy at 180 Life, so we gonna we gotta make it to the finish line. So like, and that's what I tell the kids. Like, man, we gotta make it to the finish line. Hmm. Hmm. I. You, you've hinted at it a lot. You know, it sounds like your, your wife is an amazing support system. Oh, definitely, definitely. Talk, talk about her. <laughs> uh, shout out to Mrs. 180. Y'all, y'all, y'all know, y'all know how she do. Y'all know how she do. She's not one to be on the front line. But my wife has been, that's my best friend. That's my confidant. That's my backbone. That's like, it, it's crazy. Like, I wouldn't even be where I'm at today if it wasn't for her. Because a lot of people, and it's no shame in my game because it's in the book. I'm not a strong writer. I write how I talk. My wife will go in there and articulate what I need to say. You know what I'm saying? And so on paper it looks just as good as it does when I talk in person. You know what I'm saying? For a person to say, hey, look, that's not a good move. And everybody on my team respects my wife, okay? Hey, she don't like this, she doesn't like that. You know what I'm saying? And then on the other hand, a lot of people have to understand when it comes to being in a relationship and an entrepreneur, some days I'm so stressed out where I might not be a good husband. You know what I'm saying? And for for me to be able to have somebody in my corner that say, hey, I'm going to love you through all of that. I got your back on my, she sees me when the lights ain't on, when the cameras, when it don't say action, we not live, we not recording, we not this, we not that. Before they lay the red carpet, you know what I'm saying? Like she there. So like I tell people, if you got you somebody that's in your corner through it all, because me and my wife have, have been through a lot, you know, Hang with that. Hang with that, you know? So, yeah. So, I salute her 100%. My wife, I, I tell people all the time, it wouldn't be no 180 life if it wasn't for Miss LaRonda Jenkins, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, definitely. Shout out Miss LaRonda, Mrs. 180. Mrs. 180, that's, that's, that's queen, queen right there. And now, like I tell people, she can get whatever. And once we, like, she can get whatever. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, like, because people, you know, when you get in relationships, you're like, okay, are they here for money? Like, let's just be real. We're going to be transparent. Like, me and my wife, we have those combos. Like, my wife's not there for the money. My wife actually can care less about the money. <laughs> for real, for real. She Now, when it comes to me traveling a lot, okay, it got to make sense to her. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, I told her the other day, you know, you can get whatever you want. Speak, speak this. There she go. There she go. Y'all going to make sure. You see how y'all doing me? Yeah. <laughs> she's, just, she's not that woman. And I'm blessed to be able to have a woman in my life 
that's not that, oh, I got to drive a Benz and my nails better stay done. And my, you know, I don't have that woman. I got a smart woman, works a good job. She got a good job. You know, like I tell people on paper, she, she the breadwinner. I let her have that. You know what I'm saying? I let her have that. Because, <laughs> you know, if you didn't know anything about business, the way the banks treat business owners and the way they have us set up, they'll multiply my income. They'll divide my income by six. You know, compared to compared to hers, they'll it's her income. You feel where mm -hmm. I'm coming from? I Why? We don't know, but it's that's that's just what they do. And so yeah, let's let's talk about the businesses in detail. So you said you got an enterprise magazine, you got a culture magazine, enterprise magazine, and I know you got a show. So let's talk about the enterprise magazine in detail. So Enterprise Magazine, let's see. One of your life enterprise, again, like I said, it came to fruition from just meeting so many different people that didn't have the platform for them that they should have. You know, um, it's a big thing for my entrepreneurs, for my dreamers, um, or like right now, people that have accomplishments. This month we have Charmaine James. She's a pastor. She has a TV show. Um, we have Michelle Saxton. She won Miss Texas plus Houston of America. I mean, she won Miss Texas plus America. She's a supermodel, and she won Miss Texas plus America. We put the Barber of the Month, Christopher Spivey. He's actually a musician as well. Um, I've worked with Ali Caldwell out of uh, New Jersey. She was on The Four, and she was on The Voice. Um, she worked with Miley Cyrus and Diddy and all them. I've worked with just Brittany from Atlanta, Georgia, um, Shannon Concedo, North Carolina, um, Clifford Johnson, Clifford Mack, Dr. Jalen Hickman, Dr. Jalen Hicks, Dr. Cynthia Hickman, just different doctors. Um, we did a doctor takeover. Also, we got our kid entrepreneurs. We like to, to, to showcase them because there's a lot of kid entrepreneurs out here that aren't on Disney Channel, that, you know what I'm saying, that aren't getting, let me not say that, <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. But, <laughs> but that aren't on Disney Channel, they they doing their thing, you know what I'm saying? So we just wanna make sure that we're inspiring people. And then being on a magazine, in a magazine, that's an accolade in itself. You know what I'm saying? Like the price of you goes up 15%, you in the magazine. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just being real from a marketing aspect. You know, when you like, hey, I've been on the cover of Time Magazine. Oh, yeah, I, I was on the top sell, number one book selling list of this. Guess what? The book went from $5 to $25. Me coming to speak went from $500 to $1,500 because I've been on the front cover of this, that, and the third. You know what I'm saying? So it adds to that, and I want people to understand it means a lot because my team vets people and, hey, look, this is what we got going on. And this is what you can and cannot do. And then, you know, it shows if you're ready for that level. A lot of people want a worldwide level, but then we'll send you a selfie. And then we'll send you this, like, you know, and it's like, hey, you got to be prepared for this nationwide level, you know? Dope. Dope. So do the same thing, but the Culture Magazine. So culture, culture is a little bit different. This is a little bit different. <laughs> this one ain't for the saints and you know, this might be, so culture does have our parental advisory because we, we, you know, 
you never know what people might say in culture. You know what I'm saying? I heard David but, Chappelle say, better not bring your kids. <laughs> <laughs> like I tell people, don't take it to the church house. That's all I ask. Don't take it into the church house. But, hey, you know, um, basically it's, it's I, I tell people it's more of on the line, order your, uh, look, look, look at Mrs. 180. She out here doing a thing, man. Look, um, <laughs> it's, it's more on the line of bosses. These are, these are boss chicks, boss males. You know what I'm saying? We, we showing people that our culture isn't just a bunch of fighting and hollering and hooting and wait, raving, you know, she owns six venues. She has an event coordinating company. She does shows. She has six venues. She has a clothing line. And she talks about being sexy and how you're good in your own skin. You know what I'm saying? Then it goes, it just is, it's about our culture, man. It's about, you know, you don't got to be politically correct. You don't got to say it. You can say ain't. You can say y'all. You, hey. This ain't fair. You know what I'm saying? Culture is just for our people. You know what I'm saying? For the culture, man. So that's what I, that's what I, I want people to understand. We do have a culture. We just have to come together because we can really take over. I got, let's see, I did a year with Enterprise and still going. We just got a one-year contract again, so we'll make two years at least. Culture, we're on month number four. Just imagine everybody that I've met in both magazines. If we came together, we could really take over, like, really the world. For real, for mm -hmm. real. For real, for real. But, you know, I'm just trying to Take it one one month at a time, make people work together. And then I also make sure that everybody that's in all the magazines, they meet each other. Cause you never know when you might need somebody. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Absolutely. So you're you're making not only not only are you amplifying the voices of 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 you know future major influencers and uh, you know uh, aspiring or you know active entrepreneurs. You're you're also creating a community where we can grow together and right. help each other grow, and it's almost like a, a culture enterprise business growth alliance. Right, okay. right. So that's, that's dope. That's fire. Eventually, what could what could happen? We could have a headquarters. Could all, we, we we could we could have a headquarters with all business owners. As long as everybody keeps the right mentality, man, you know how it gets when you get too many people in one spot. Everybody wants to be in charge. Not enough chiefs. It's too many chiefs, not enough Indians. But you know, it has a it has a possibility. And like even in all the months that has has gone, people just meeting people they have, would have never even met. You know, I was blessed to be a part of my booking agent meeting. Um, one of my clients, Dr. Hickman. Now my booking agent is going for a doctorate, you know? And it's like, man, for them to connect, if I don't do nothing else, I'm just like, hey, I helped connect this group of smart people do, you know? They ask me, man, you gonna get your doctorate? No, that's not my thing, you know? <laughs> you know, you ain't gotta put doctor behind my name. I'm cool with that, but just to know that people are connecting behind 180 Life, I'm appreciative. I don't know, man. Doctor 180 sound like a fire name. <laughs> man, nah. My <laughs> it, it, it sound cool. I just 
my thing is, is uh, again, when you getting doctor, anything that got all, it's a lot of work, man. That's a I lot of it. work. And I add that it. to the plate. That's like the people that be asking me to sell insurance. It's like, uh, no, I don't have time, you know. But maybe in the future, who knows? You know, who knows? <laughs> who knows? So talk about the, the uh, 180 show. So the 180 show, it started off, I wanted to have a reality TV show. That's what I wanted. I wanted that was my dream. But I wanted it to be a reality TV show where, of course, people gonna flock to drama. But I didn't want it to be like drama. I wanted it to be like business owners raising awareness on a business, but showing the struggles. Um, that kind of took a left turn real, 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 real fast because the turnover rate gets, you know, gets kind of crazy. And so. I just started bringing awareness to different things. I did awareness to sickle cell. I did a conversation of um, how do black people discipline their kids? What is the correct way? I just want people to chatter. I want people to talk. Then I just started getting the people in the magazine and bringing them on the show. Tell people who you are. You know what I'm saying? I'm blessed to have a big platform. And so I just took that and was like, hey, look, let's do this. And so... Um, Actually, in a couple months, we're going to just start doing conversation. 180 Show is going to start doing conversation because I definitely want to go back to them conversations where because I have so many people that interact during the lives and during the show, I want to go back to them conversation of what's right, what's wrong, what do you think is correct. So, yeah, that's that's really what it's about, just really showing people, hey, there are people out here ready to work, ready to do their thing that's getting it just like I am from the from the dirt, you know? Let's do it. So what type of conversations are you trying to open up? I definitely want to bring awareness to our community. You know what I'm saying? Definitely want to talk about mental health issues. Because, you know, when I, I don't know about y'all, you know what I'm saying? I was raised in the 90s where a lot of things weren't said. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things was, you know, this was the rule. You roll, roll with the ruler, roll out. You know what I'm saying? And if you leave, you better. I remember my dad told me you can leave out that door, but if I open up this door, you better be sitting right there. It used to be funny because be like, wait, I'm going to leave. And then you're like, man, well, why did you go far? And like, man, you know, but now it's a different, different era. I definitely want to talk about social injustice. You know, I, I enjoyed when we did the special on disciplining kids. Because you'll be so surprised on how many black parents really don't discipline their kids, really believe timeout really is the way. I'm not that parent yet, you know, and now, you know, CPS, you can come get them if you want to, you know, you, go, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a fight on your hands, you know, anybody watching, but um, it just, I really want us to understand that just because we don't agree doesn't mean that we have to fight about it. We have to kill each other about it. You know what I'm saying? It's so many different I've been working with. And shout out to Unapologetically Black. Those are my people over there. I've been working with them really, really close. And watching their podcast and meeting everybody has really opened my eyes to so much different stuff like that goes on in our community. In the South, it's different than in Detroit. And you know what I'm saying? In the West Coast and the East Coast. We think it's cool. West Coast don't think it's cool. You know what I'm saying? And so I just want to bring people 
our community together and be like, okay, this is why I think like this. What could bring change? And what at the end of the day, I want what can we do to bring change? You know what I'm saying? And just because I don't believe in it doesn't mean that it's not right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's the thing that I feel like the black community got so bad is because especially like Christians, like and I'm a Christian, you know, we don't believe in this. Oh, oh no, that's a terrible thing. And it's like, bro, it happens. You know what I'm saying? I went to prison. You know what I'm saying? But when I was little, people that went to prison were bad people. Oh, these are bad people. And then I get locked up and like, but he's a good person. Yeah, there's a lot of, believe it or not, I met a lot of good people, lifelong friends in prison. And they're Mm. not bad people. They just made bad decisions or were doing bad stuff, you know. But those are the things I want to bring awareness to, really just have open combo on, hey, what's your belief on this? What's your belief on that? You believe in disciplining your kids, Mr. Brad? I I discipline them. I don't not I don't have to use these hands. I can I can use this voice in these eyes and I get it done. But okay. yeah. <laughs> What's your take, Mr. Fred? I'm all around the table. You might catch some hands, you might catch a corner, you might be doing calisthenics, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I believe in, you know what I'm saying, trying to find the right punishment for the crime. Like depending on where you where you went, you know what I mean? I'm gonna go there with you. I'm I'm old school. I was raised old school. Yeah. When they go see my mama, my mama's still old school. So, you know what I mean? Like she spoiled them way more than you know it was when I was coming through, but it's still some non-negotiables that you will catch these hands for, regardless yeah. of granny baby or not. So yeah, that's that's where I'm at. <laughs> I, I have spanked before, but it's been a good it's been a good four or five years since I've spanked the child. Well, my thing on it is, you know, every child different. As long as you know your child, true, you know what I'm saying? What worked for one child ain't gonna work for the other. True. One might need, you know, that might need that continuous reminder that it's a little harder. The other one you might be able to get a stern voice and look. You ain't got to say nothing to it for eight to 12 months, a year, two years. You know what I mean? It just is what it is. That's I'm a, how it, it goes. I'm going to cut this off right here because we definitely got to have a, an episode <laughs> on, on, on child discipline. That sounds yeah. like a full-blown. Yeah, I'm telling y'all, like, like I, that's, 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 that's what these podcasts do. should be. You know what I'm saying? You can use these platforms for it. It's multiple reasons. It ain't exactly. just, you know what I'm saying, interviews. We love interviews, though. I ain't going to lie. I like meeting different people yeah. seeing where they come from how they think you know how they attack situations and problems you know yeah. what i mean because it gives you a different outlook on, on somebody else's you know what i'm saying a uh, viewpoint of, of life you know what I mean? so it's I, I love this interview session you know what i mean getting to know different people like you know mr 180 life bring different people together you know what i mean i'm the type that'd be in there mingling with everybody in the building mm-hmm. hey what you do what Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, all right, you know. Like I tell people all the time, your network, will depict your net worth. It, it mm. is what it is. Your network will depict your net worth. Now, okay. what you know is who you know. Who can connect you to who? And I've been blessed to meet some people that can connect me to some people. But, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's what it's all about, networking and really getting to know other people, different walks of life, you know. A lot of people see me like, oh, no, he didn't go through this. Now, I can really relate on a lot of different aspects in life. And that's what I thank God for every day. 
is because I've been in so many different walks of life that it's like I can relate to it, you know. So, so, so go ahead, Fred. My my thing is, you know, you said that basically, you know, your network depicts your network. Well, for people that's out there, we all know everybody can't go with you. Mm -hmm. So, how do you know? who to cut off, you know what I'm saying? When to cut them off, how, you know, it's hard for people to cut off close people, family members and whatnot, but what helped you shed some dead weight or what, you know, or how do you, how would you tell somebody, you know, when to recognize, Hey, you need to separate yourself because they not lining with what you're saying you trying to do. My thing is this, and that was a hard thing for me. I'm not going to lie. Now I feel like, in this whole career, this whole journey, the hardest thing for me was depicting when to let people go. I, because I, I love people. I just wanted everybody to win. Oh my God, I wanted everybody. But then when you just start, the disrespect comes again. That comes with the boundaries. You gotta set the boundaries. And if you overstep those boundaries with me, and I had to learn to love me. And I, I'll tell my mama, my, and we bring her on here, and she'll tell you that I told her. I love me enough that self-peace, nothing that you can do can stop what I got going on. I will see you on Christmas before I let anything going on over at your house mess with my peace and my family. You get where I'm coming from. And I love my mama to death. I love mm -hmm. my family to death. You get where I'm coming from. Number two is you got to start, if you want to be successful in whatever you're doing, I don't care if you are picking strawberries and you want to be the best strawberry picker out. You're not going to hang with somebody that lay cement. You're going to hang with somebody that got a green thumb. You're going to hang with somebody that know a little bit about fruit. You got to be around people that are got the same mindset as you. I can't hang out with people that ain't nationwide. If all you want to do is rap in Texas. Because guess what? I come to Detroit with some Texas rappers. Y'all gonna laugh. My wife laugh at Texas rappers because she from Cali. Like it just, and then you say, hey, look, but when people don't see your vision and they don't see your goal, if they laugh at your dream and they laugh at your vision, okay, I see what it is. I got people, I love them to death. And it was so hard. But when you can't see what I see, I'm sorry, but I got. I would never forget the first episode of 180 Show. People laughed at me. I paid for the cameraman. People wouldn't come to set. You don't even have to do nothing. All you got to do is show up, and we're going to just have a good time and cameraman. Mind you, I came out of pocket $1,700. Guess what? Yeah, it ain't nothing to cut the... Uh, okay, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'll get to the point where... After you start cutting off people, you cut off one to two close people, everybody else, it ain't going to be nothing. No, nah, that ain't for me. But you got to understand, some people are in your, your circle for, for, you know what I'm saying, for a season and a reason. And then you got to also look at it like this. Seasons come back around. If it was meant, that season, summer going to come back. Apricot season, my, my wife, my wife my wife eats <laughs> rings. These Next analogies week. is off the chain, my God. Oh. <laughs> I swear to God. You know, it, it's just, 
nectarines. She eat nectarines. Nectarine season in. You got to wait till next year to, before you can go get some nectarines that are going to be sweet. But if you keep holding on to Johnny, oh, the nectarine season, then he get out, you eat the nectarine. Why does it taste like that? It don't taste like when it was nectarine season. Why he acting like that? He wasn't acting like that when we was over here. And then you got to pay attention to the people around you. Believe what people are giving you. When they give it to you, believe it. You acted like this when I got a new car. You wasn't, oh, bro, I'm happy for you. You was, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Now you got a new car. You want me to do backflips, jump off the <laughs> building, and all this other stuff. And it's like, wait, you ain't you ain't giving me the energy I'm giving you. It's like a bank, my guy. If I deposit, can I withdraw? I shouldn't have to go to dinner, and I always got to pay for everybody here. Start hanging out with people that's in the same bracket as you. Oh, you think you better than people? No, it feels good to go to dinner, and everybody can pay for themselves. Do you hear me? To go get a steak for a hundred dollars because all I got to do is pay my hundred dollars. I ain't got to pay seven hundred dollars. Well, why when you with me, all we do is go for two for twenty because I got to pay for everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like when I'm with my other friends, that can. And it's nothing against money, and but you have to understand. You got to get when you're going on these levels. You got to get people on the same level as you. You know what I'm saying? Or higher. Look for people that's up there and say, okay, how did you get there? Study them. Figure out, how, okay, who do you know? Okay, they're not going to give you that resource, but, man, I seen him talking to that person a long time. You know what? I'm going to go over here and check this out. It come to betting, too. You got to bet, people. You you can't just look at the first two posts and be like, oh, okay, they cool. Nah, go down a couple months. See what they been writing on Facebook. See who their mutual friends are. See what, see what, you know what I'm saying? Go see what they write on other people's posts. I'm just saying that's because I can go on and on about that one. I'm I'm just saying that's all I'm saying. Gotta bet your friends. Whew. Everybody cannot go with you, man. I'm sorry to tell people, and I learned this on the set of uh, Black Panther. That lady said she was there with her husband, and she said, "Listen, it's gonna get lonely at the top. It's gonna get lonely anytime that you do something great." It's a time where you're you're lonely. You go have a baby. The wife has a baby. It's you and her. It ain't you, her, Tom, Joe, Johnny, all these millions of people. No, 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 no. It's you and her. And let her get mad at you. It's just her. You get where I'm coming from? In mm -hmm. situations, you'll be in situations by yourself when you, you don't got all these people around you. And believe it or not, once you get all the people out your ear, you can really think better. You'll be able to meditate. Okay, this is what I really need to do. This is how I really need to focus. Man, drop your socials. Where can folk find you? <laughs> Listen, you can find me on Facebook, everybody. Facebook at Archie J. Jenkins. You got to add that J. Make sure you add that J. Archie J. Jenkins. 180-LIFE, 180-LY. F-E, you can go to 180life.com, 180lyfe.com. Check me out on uh, Instagram at 180life underscore 180show. Definitely go subscribe, like, follow. 
thank y'all so much for having me. Um, that's me. That's me. That's me. Thank you so much I for, appreciate for, you for coming. dropping by. Yes. Dropping jewels. Hey, leaving breadcrumbs, the whole nine. I mean, he gave you a full course meal and an appetizer. It's... I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Listen, y'all, remember, no matter what you do, go after your dreams. Don't give up. Don't if people if people saying if your dreams don't scare you, that means your dreams ain't big enough. If they don't scare you, they not big enough. Everybody, the sky's the limit. Now there's something beyond the sky. <laughs> Yo, I'm just letting you know. You know what I'm saying? No there's matter beyond the sky. <laughs> there's something beyond the sky. So the sky's not the limit. Go beyond that. Push, push into it. And every day. We live in an era where social media is it. Brand yourself. Do your thing. Invest in yourself. Network with people. Get outside your comfort zone. Oh, I'm scared to talk to people. Listen. Hello. All you got to do is say hello. <laughs> people, it's not that hard. You know? And, and connect with people that can help you get where you need to be. You know? And enjoy Man. the mistakes that you make. I, that's one thing. People don't understand... Everything is not going to be perfect. It's okay to mess up. Okay, hey, but you got to learn from that. You mm. got to learn from that. Man, you, you know? preaching now. So yeah, I just they would say, it. take your time, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, my thing is, is once you learn, I just did a seminar this weekend. Once you learn from your mistakes, I might not know how to get to point C, but I know I can't do this. Me and my wife, this was our first marriage. We might not be the perfect married couple, but we learned from this, 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 and this. You get wrong couple. I know I'm mm -hmm. not putting my I know I'm not putting my business on social media anymore. We've been there. We done that. Guess what? That that's what we're not gonna do. We might not talk, but guess what? We're not gonna go to bed mad. We might be upset, but guess what? We're gonna make sure each other eat. We might not do it this way. So you'll learn from those, okay, you know what? That wasn't the way, good way for me to handle that. It wasn't good for me to get on social media and go on a rant. It wasn't good for me to connect with this business and do it this way. It wasn't good for me to do this that way. Maybe I shouldn't have said it like that. So next time when the time comes about, hey, look, now you can present yourself and, and, keep, and, and be authentic. Don't nobody want copycats. No one wants copycats. We already got a Drake. We already got a Beyonce. Nobody cares. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I act like this person. No, be you. At the end of the day, it's your boy, Mr. 180. I'm Look, I'm just going to be me. And, you know, I'm not for everybody. Understand, it's okay for people to walk away and say, oh, you know what? Nah, we're going in a different direction. It's okay because there's going to be somebody that says, you know what? Hey, last and not least. Figure out what you are the answer to. You want to know why a lot of people become so successful? Because they already know what they're the answer to. They know their audience. If there's a problem, I know what my solution is. I know with 180 Life, we're here for business owners that do not know how to do social media marketing. That maybe you do. You just don't have time to do it. We're here for business owners that need that platform to give that little extra push to not only inspire others, but maybe inspire themselves. 
you see yourself on the front of a magazine, guess what? You know what? Oh, man. I did do that. Be the answer. All you got to do is be the answer. Once you become the answer to the problem, guess where you win? It's like a math problem. I think he said something about school. It's like a math problem. Once you learn, it's like algebra. Once you learn what Y is, once you become the Y, the rest of the problem is easy. Mm. Air conditioner man. Why does the air conditioner man make so much money? Because people that don't got no AC is calling him. So guess what? He's the solution. Okay, hey, I know, I know that I know I gotta install an AC. He already knows. Okay, I'm looking for people that don't got AC, that AC not working right. Da 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 da. I'm the solution. You know, yeah, I don't know if y'all do AC work. I don't do AC work. So I can't get outside, get under there, and do nothing. As long as I know it's when he leaves, the AC is blowing cool. Now next week he can break down. He could have put a bandage on it, but guess what? He gonna come back. Charge me another $49.99 to look at it. And he became he became my solution. Mm. That's all I'm saying, you. guys. That's all I'm saying. All right. I appreciate okay, everything. Thank you so much man. for having me. For real, for real, for real, for real. I really, I really appreciate it. We appreciate you coming by. Fred, I think you're trying to talk, but you muted. But um no, man, we, we definitely appreciate you. So for the podcast listeners. Uh, the social media information and all the contact info will be in the show notes. Uh, follow the show, What's Happening, W-H-U-S-H-A-T-T-N-I-N. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Fred is at Mr.Humble underscore Beginnings on Instagram and at Fred Scott on Facebook. I am Brad Robinson 86 on Twitter, and I'm Brad Robinson 1986 on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Share this show out with a friend. There were so many gems dropped in the show. If you don't share this with somebody else, that 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 should be a crime. There's so much that was just dropped. You ain't no real friend. Um, share the show out with a friend, family member, with a bunch of folk. Um, hit subscribe or hit follow on your podcast app if you're not doing that yet. Check out the entire archive of what's happening. Thank you so much for listening. Archie, thank you again for stopping by. And folks, we will see you next week. Peace.